Oh, so if they say I'm gonna jump, are you gonna jump too? Okay, then it got nothing to do with nothing. Yes, it does. It got nothing. It's to do with intuition. Nothing. You can read people. Welcome to Reality Revelations with Mark and Jasmine. I'm Mark Drum. And I'm Jasmine Lachey, where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. Good morning on this Saturday, Jasmine. How are you? We out here. Are we? Because... DJ Showtime. Because, clearly our schedules are busy, so glad that we can make the time now to go through... Thursday night's eviction episode. Do you want to get into it? Must do we. All right. So post veto, we see Michael as the HOH decides to use the power of veto on Joseph, Terrence, and Monty. Do you think Michael's following the herd? I think he's weighing the pros and cons. I don't think it's fair to say that he's following the herd when Daniel kind of did this to everyone individually. I can't say that he's following the herd. I think the herd just happens to be going all at the same pace. I can't even say that they're really a herd at this point. Well, I think Michael is following a herd because he is a super fan. And if he wants to make some big moves, he should have kept the nominations the same and targeted Monty to go for eviction. Yes, granted, public enemy number one is Daniel. But if you're trying to play the long game, Monty would have been the much better target to getting eliminated. Yeah, but maybe Michael wants to play the hard game. The whole point of keeping Daniel was so that way he could be a shield for Michael. Maybe Michael's trying to prove that all the whole time that people have been underestimating him, including Daniel maybe that all maybe he's trying to prove that there was no reason to that he I don't need you kind of thing you know what I'm saying oh now you're coming to my side when you want to play with the best or get out the floaters I don't know if this is a tactical thing I'm just saying maybe that's what he's planning do I think that's the case probably not he probably did it because he doesn't like Daniel but that's a good reason for me too so I'm not mad about it either way (laughs) <laughs> oh, and also in the last episode, you you said that Michael was your man. So are you starting to like Michael more? No, cat dad, no, cat dad can go. <laughs> okay. Now that we're into trying to figure out the votes, Daniel is slightly discovering. Well, I mean, he's been discovering from right. previous weeks that there he's is the pieces together. He's putting the pieces together that there is a bigger alliance, and he names it. The sorry six. He's salty. Is the other side... (laughs) Do you think the other side that's not in the left or alliance is starting to figure out who is a part of that big alliance? Yes, I absolutely do. I think that's going to... I don't think it'll matter soon is what I'm saying. I don't think it'll matter soon because you can only hold that for so long because once the next person is evicted, then we're on to jury. So then I don't feel like it'll matter as much. Plus, like Julie said at the beginning of the episode, this is the end of the Festi Besties this week. So... I think they're, they are starting to figure it out. I just think it's too little too late. Mm. If it's a little too late, then should Kyle be even campaigning or should he be staying low? I think he should stay low. And here's why. What has been evident to me is when people are in a position, and this has just been the last couple of evictions, mm-hmm. um, because Pooch was kind of a special case. <laughs> a special case indeed. I... I never thought I would see someone just say, pick me and not expect other people to pick them. But with Amira and Nicole, I feel like when they were on 
the block and all they could do was campaign. I feel like they went in it so cocky, so egotistical, so delusional that they went in basically kind of shooting themselves in the foot. If I were Kyle, I would lay low because it seems like all anyone can really manage to do outside of the leftovers is make it worse for themselves. Well, speaking of making it worse for themselves, can Alyssa twerk? Chaba. <laughs> that the one thing that Dan- Daniel and I have agreed on this entire season. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> Please. Well, she didn't stop because we she had Muffingate and now we've got Cidergate. What do you think uh, of that? I'm even more irritated about Cidergate than I was Muffingate <laughs> because Cidergate doesn't even have to do with the person whose possession it was. Like Jasmine was mad about her muffins and they were her muffins. So, okay, fine. These weren't even Indy's ciders. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even hers to be mad about. You took something from someone else and then you hit it and that like girl bye girl bye but aren't you glad that we're starting to see no. the other house guests no so they're getting we airtime go, we can go back to ignoring them Ooh. we can go back to it <laughs> honestly indy in between indy and jasmine they could be the next two to go home i don't care meanwhile there's some cam talk from kyle how do you feel about that talk from kyle for the cams for the audience and the viewers about his internal struggle of keeping or working with Alyssa. I think Kyle is exactly who I have thought that he was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I don't know that I necessarily believe the internal struggle that he was really trying to push on us in the diary room because the way I see it, you haven't even, like all you've done is kiss this girl. At this point, I feel like, I know it's different when you're in it. I'm going to say that. I know it's different when you're in it, but looking at it from the outside, he looks dumb, okay? Mm-hmm. He looks dumb and he looks stupid. Talking about, I don't know if I can keep this alliance with Alyssa and this alliance with the leftovers and it really comes out. I, I don't I don't believe that there's a real internal struggle because like I said, I'm pretty the, the right now we're partnered up. So it's very easy to see how your allegiance could be split. But this is the last week of it. And so then you're back on your own. So as far as keeping Alyssa safe, I think he's stupid because he's not looking into the future enough. Like he's not, this is not I feel like he's not playing the game for real. Mm-hmm. And so with that in mind, is Daniel playing with bad players then? Some. I think some are, I think there are some bad players. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the, the bad players are the floaters though. And I think that Daniel's talking about playing with bad players like, oh, I'm not winning anymore. So the game's not fun. Ugh. So I don't think it's the same thing. I think the bad players are indie. Terrence honestly hasn't done anything other than be a number, you know, be like be a number for somebody. Mm-hmm. I'd, yeah, I, those to me are the bad players. Dan, I think Daniel's just being salty, so. <laughs> mm, okay. Do you think Daniel did enough to convince Joseph to switch his vote since he had a good relationship with him, apparently? I don't think Daniel could convince anyone to change their cell phone provider. I don't think Daniel could convince anyone in that house to give him a piece of gum, okay? He's done too much damage and his mouth the past week has been just off the cuff. No, I don't think he, I don't, I mean, he could, he honestly, I don't know why Daniel even attempted to campaign. 
honestly. Like, I mean, I know why, because like you have to try until there's no way to try anymore. But at the same time, I'm still like, but you was just yelling at everybody. Like not two days ago, that was you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cussing everybody out, mm-hmm. talking about play for yourselves. Mm-hmm. Save me a pl- save me a ticket, Nicole. I'm cutting like giving me Freddie for Sanford. So at this point, I. I, I don't have it. Well, if he did more yelling, it should have been more strategic, especially yeah. saying, if you keep me in the house, I will target Joseph and Monty Period. and Michael. Period. Like, because... if you're going to go ahead and start talking about all these emotions, at least be like, okay, so here's here's the plan. These are my targets if I stay in the house. It's best for everybody that these people go. That's what that's what it is but the problem with doing that is then he becomes the villain that he's been trying to avoid being openly since jump well hopefully he could have pivoted then because no baby no pivot he can't pivot. well speaking of pivot is joseph (laughs) lost or is he playing a good social game i think joseph is playing a good social game i think he's involved just enough to give insight but also not seem as though he is easily a target because joseph hasn't won anything either mm-hmm. and so but i but i feel like joseph has been good for the team he's been good for the leftovers thus far i mean he <laughs> he tried to be good to pooch before when they were in whatever the name of their pack was so the oasis yes the oasis so i think that joseph is playing a good social game a lot better than some other people we get into the speeches because now it's time for the live eviction ceremony what did you think of those speeches i have to say that i'm actually really surprised but i think taylor set the tone because it's ballsy to say directly to someone's face you look so dumb right now so i feel like with taylor setting the mood only in the opposite direction because she stayed. I was not surprised by Daniel's you're all clowns speech. I was not shocked at the fact that he called it a circus and said that everyone was clowns and that he would rather be with people who've been evicted. (laughs) I'm not surprised. I am surprised, however, that after saying all of that, he then tried to give them good reasoning to keep him. You're a bad sport. Like you're missing the, you're the, the whole point isn't that the game wasn't played appropriately. You're mad because the scripts got flipped and you had nothing to do with it. You're mad because you set into motion nothingness. You were the first HOH and look at you now on the block. Look at you, okay? I am, I am surprised, but I'm also not. Because there is this expectation and you can kind of tell with how Daniel has been in the game and how he has kind of carried himself that there's an anticipation that people would see him as this grander or grandiose person because of how much of a super fan he is. I'm pretty sure he said that he taught somebody how to play the game. Yeah, I can't imagine wanting to continue to play a game, whether it be just a game or not, with someone who is such a a sore loser. He's not a good winner either, so I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how it could have been better. So there's that. Daniel Speed, he could have done better by the fact that if he was gonna go down, he was gonna go down swinging, which he did. He stated facts about how Michael has won five competitions in five weeks, which puts him in a different caliber. Yes. Exactly. And also that Monty is playing a great game as well. Yes. And the fact that he wasn't convincing enough to the people within that 
own alliance of the leftovers being pretty much Brittany or even Taylor, if he had worked on getting their votes, I feel yeah. like he could have stayed. If he had gotten Taylor and been like, listen, you want to take me down as much as I probably want to take Monty or Michael out at this point. If nothing else, he could have been advocating for why he would have been a good person to have on jury. But instead, he went around and was like, okay, so here's the thing. And he campaigned to nobodies. He went to Jasmine and he went to Indy. He went to Alyssa. He went to people that he thought he could persuade or that he could guarantee himself. And he attempted to have Terrence also be his hype man or his the vouch for this is a good decision to keep him. And the whole thing is, is you didn't, he didn't pick the people who mattered. Like the people who could have done something to mm-hmm. change the thing. And that's what I mean. He walked through this house like he was the smartest player. That was his game the whole time. That was the energy he brought. That's why he dealt with Michael the way that he did. He thought he was the player to beat until Nicole went home. And then he realized he was like two weeks behind. I agree with you. He should have campaigned differently. But by the time he made it to the speech, I mean, whatever, say what you need to say and then go ahead. Uh, so his script was definitely flipped and that he just couldn't save himself. Right. They put that thing down, flipped it and reversed it. And he's mad. Oh, wait. So there is a script in this or is this just feeling like it's been scripted? Honestly, between Muffin Gate and Cider Gate, honestly, like those are the kinds of things that make, <laughs> I, I thought, not scripted, but like I thought production would be the people like taking a spoon full of a muffin to make it look like somebody had eaten half of it. No, it's actually somebody in the house. Like, <laughs> like I, it, yeah, it, it's one of those things where you don't think that people are that bored. But I guess, you know, you, they don't have paper. They're not. Al- <laughs> oh my god! They're not al- this paper. Listen, I'm, I am a person who I can draw, I can write, I can do all of those things. And then I can also engage with other people. But if I don't have an outlet to like keep my hands busy while I'm also <laughs> keeping my mind busy. You have to understand like, yeah, I'm going to steal somebody's muffin too. I might not drink that cider. I might just pour it out. I'm going to start doing things to people who irritate me, even though that isn't what Cider Gate was about. But I'm going to start doing things to people who irritate me because what else is there to do? I understand why you can't just be like, hey, I just want to let you know, I can't stand you. But also, see you in the game, festy bestie. Why not? You know why saying? not? You can, you can, but these are not the people for that. <laughs> these, oh. these were not the people for that. Oh, okay. They, they're all voting as a house. These are not the people for that. Oh, okay. Well, people not like that. How was Kyle's speech? It was Kyle. It was very Kyle. Mm-hmm. And did you notice how he was just in a shirt and yeah. shorts? Yep. He knew he wasn't going home. Mm-hmm. That was too Kyle. Hockey. Ugh, ugh. It's because they didn't play the Kyle edit. <laughs> Duh. They did not. And Listen, they did, oof. and they did it intentionally because we already had the villain. We already had a season's villain. Uh-uh. We need a new villain. We do. Come on. Well, we here's the thing. We don't even need it. They're just giving us villainry. It is what it is. With that in mind, by a vote of nine to one, Daniel. Has been evicted from the Big nah. Brother house. Nah. Were you surprised by this vote? No. Not even that one scraggly DJ Showtime. Nope. The sympathy vote? The sympathy vote. Which I'm just like, why? You don't we don't need it for numbers. Like, why? To show your support. Why? Okay. Let's go back to when Pooch no, was no, evicted. No, no, no. Because here's the thing. 
Yeah. He but got a also, unanimous vote. Yeah. But then you wanted to have Daniel get a unanimous vote, even though if, he had if, somebody in the house that wanted to play with him. Why not? That's how they've been voting. It's been house rules. Even Daniel said it. So why not? Especially when you already know everybody else is voting against. Come on. Okay, floater. But that's the name of the game. Terrence has been floating this entire time. That's why I'm like, why stop now? What did that do other than what? Acknowledge that you have no alliance? We knew that. We already knew. And we knew with you walking around with Daniel, like nobody's dumb. There's a reason he wasn't a part of the leftovers. Like, and there's also a reason why he wasn't a part of any other alliance. Yeah, because he's dad, dad Terrence. Well, because he's a floater. So that's why I'm like, why change? Why change it now? Why change it now, DJ Showtime? Daniel is out of the house and... And he has to talk to Julie. What did you think of Julie's questioning to Daniel? I think that Julie did a great, great job with the questions, with the the interviewing uh, afterwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I appreciated her getting down to the the bare bones of it. Yeah, Daniel, what's your beef with Taylor? Was it personal or was it game? And then we find it was both, which once again, we knew, but also who cares? And then talking about how you made, yeah, we, you know, we talked about it through the season. Did you? Did you talk about it, Daniel? Because she voted for you. She voted to evict you. So I don't think that conversation went as well as you thought it did. Were you surprised that he didn't blow up? He only blew up in his speech. No. Oh, and did you like how he just didn't say goodbye to anybody except for Terrence? See, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I was surprised with Amira. Because the fake, because it was like a fake, because when she hugged Turner, it was like fake and her face was all sour and it was like nothing had, you know what I mean? Like it was just saying goodbye to a homie. But so no, I wasn't surprised. I appreciated him being real. But also- Oh, and did you appreciate how Turner was real too? As Daniel was going through the door, he was like, I'm out. I got to get stuff ready for the HOH competition. Well, I appreciated that, but I also appreciated that they were like when Daniel walked through the door, you could see them in the back waving at him. (laughs) Was it waving at him or trying to see if there was an audience? I'm pretty sure they were waving at him. (laughs) Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, okay. So, what did you think about those goodbye messages? Loved them, loved them, loved them, loved them. They were honest, they were to the point. They really give me a flavor of how Daniel was to live with. Taylor, I appreciate her being honest in her bye bye speech. Bye bye. Thought the speeches were great. I didn't know if they were going to be honest. Because, like I said, there's a lot of hugging and, oh my God, I love you, and crying when people are gone, and moments of silence, and ah. So I never know when somebody's going to be real with regard to their emotion or whatever. Honestly, I think Daniel, like going through the speeches, watching it over, going through the game. I feel like there may have been a level of vindication because he got the answers he wanted. But I also feel like Daniel's lying about all being the game and blah, blah, blah. Because why was Terrence the only person you hugged? <laughs> the only person you said bye to? If it was re- if it really was just game, why was that the only person you said bye to? If you really made amends with Taylor, why you ain't say none? Why? Why, why you ain't say none to her? Why you ain't hug- None of that, okay? And then when her goodbye came, Julie asked him, what do you think about that since you said you guys have spoke? Do you think it's just game or... Do you think that she meant that? And then he said, you know, probably, yeah, probably a bit of both. Pretty sure, you know, we talked about it or whatever. And then we haven't, then I'll see her after the game. Bye. Let's not revisit. Bye. I don't want to see him back with no cutout. I don't want to see him in a future game. I don't care. Never again. I do not. Do not. Well, we will see him again, as well as the three other evicted house guests. Boo. At the finale. Any final thoughts on Daniel? Nope. 
my final thought on Daniel is congratulations. He did make the final two with Nicole. He of did. not being jury. <laughs> wah, wah. The rogue rats together till the end. Good for yep. you guys. Together till the end before jury. Which, how excited do you think the house guests were getting to hear that the bestie bestie twist was ending and they made it to jury? Relief. Oh, relief. I know that they're deep within their hearts and stomachs. There was nerves and achings of things because, yeah, I'd be terrified that, it, <laughs> that Julie was going to amp it up and make it worse. Yeah, I think they were super excited because first off, Jury has a guarantee of coming back. At least they know that even if they do get sent home, it's not the end end for them. I think they're I think they're really excited to find out. Also, too, as you mentioned, with the goodbye messages mm-hmm. with Daniel, mm-hmm. these goodbye messages starting from now until the end are going to be completely different than what you've seen from the evicted house guests that that have that aren't making jury because this is going to be an important thing now is how you say goodbye and how you're going to deal with jury management because now you're going to see oh my gosh i tried so hard to keep you in this game and just know that i hope you can understand why i had to play this way and had to get you evicted and i'm looking so forward to seeing you at the finale and we get to hang out outside the house that's literally what everyone has been saying after Julie g- oh. gives their interview and all this other stuff. But now that they know that it is completely going into jury, they're going to now realize that they got to kiss some people's butts after the fact that they've been evicted because you don't want a bitter jury. And right now, where it stands, our girl Taylor does not have a chance with the current people in the house, with some of them, to even be getting a vote. She's going to now need to be doing some damage control. We're just going to have to see with that. That's what I'm excited for. Like, I'm excited for really getting to see that's why I've been advocating for certain players to go like I'm glad that Amira Nicole and Daniel are gone because their gameplay was just played out there wasn't anything creative about it there wasn't anything really tactical about it if you think about it deciding on who's going to be a target first and it was Taylor and then being like a dog with a bone and just sticking to that person they were not entertaining to watch they were not fun to watch the only reason why it got entertaining was to see how they started to get played so now that they're gone i'm excited to see how the game has to be played when you kind of have to be nice because so far it's been blowing up in people's faces people have won by being mean so you don't have to i mean nice. obviously obviously i mean it's a game where you have to get rid of people i'm certain that someone somewhere at, or several someone's in fact have won for being mean Yep, so now getting to the HOH competition. Is the earth flat, Jasmine? (sighs) Sometimes I wish it was. Sometimes I wish it was. Well, what did you think of this HOH competition? Do you think you would have done well? I think so. I think if I were ever to be cast on a reality show that I knew was going to require me to have some kind of endurance, I would be getting into as good a shape as I could 
leading up to. And I know that the thing is, is that they're given like the last minute of notice. However, comma, if I am deciding to audition at that point, that's the motivation. So just in case. So I feel like I would do well enough. Do I know for sure that I would win? Nah, cause I've already had situations where I've my thumb has locked. I've needed a brace for that. I have to like, so there's, there's a bunch of few things where maybe some not great things. So I think I would do all right. I would definitely do better. There's only a couple of people that I think I could probably do better than mm-hmm. on the, on the, in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Jazz, Jasmine, Brittany, Indy. None of the guys. You don't think you could have done better than any of the guys. Maybe Terrence. Probably Terrence. Yeah, and Terrence. Well, as the episode was ending, Mm -hmm. we see Jasmine fall off. Are you surprised? Surprise, surprise. The girl with the boot. And here's the thing. Did she fall or did she jump? She was wearing a brace. Whatever. Did she fall or did she jump? You know what I'm saying? The whole thing is, is this is the kind of comp, this is the kind of competition she's not going to really give it this the balance beam i was surprised she did well the first round of the sauce in the pool thing but once again i think she's just enough effort to say that she's in it but mm, it must be nice because she coasted she coasted all the way to jury but personality wise i i know that it's got to be better than amira or Nicole or Daniel. Oh, or Pooch. Yeah. Pooch might be Pooch might be all right as a jury member. Who's to say? But he doesn't make good decisions, so I, I'm not thinking so. So yeah. Well, he's not, so we don't have to worry about that. Period. So who do you think will win HOH? Do you still go with Taylor or are you thinking about somebody else? Sure. <laughs> it's either it's it's probably Taylor or Alyssa. Okay. hmm Actually, I'll take that back. Alyssa probably not. <laughs> Alyssa, probably not. I'm thinking, the reason why I said that is because I'm thinking about the kind of endurance that someone would need in their upper body. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking Monty, Joseph, they stand a chance. I'm really? thinking- Really? Because that's more mass. That's more mass on their upper body that they have it, to counterbalance with their lower body. That's true. But if we're talking about static, you know, endurance holding positions- I mean, all they have to do is get themselves in a good enough position where they don't, they're, they're not forcing themselves to be, yeah, no, I don't know. I'm thinking Taylor because I feel like she works out, but at the same time, I feel like Alyssa, probably not. So I take that back. Probably Taylor. Maybe Taylor. Okay. Well, I still want Alyssa to win. And because she does have a motivation of <laughs> holding on long, because then her and Kyle get her own room. And mm. so I'm pretty sure this is the competition that she might win. And I would love to see somebody that's not in the Leftover Alliance to win so we can see some actual yeah. gameplay. Because honestly, if Taylor does win, it's not going to be pretty. Because Ooh. then it's going to try to, it's going to then show that, yes, she is a, she is a competitor. She actually won a competition finally. However... It now puts her in a position to where, okay, we now get to see your game, but your influence is not that important because whoever you put up, the house is going to decide who they're going to evict and put first in the jury. Exactly. Yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? I know. I've watched this game since 2000 and I'm telling you, it's not going to be fun. No, I believe you. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, as far as HOH predictions go, I, 
honestly, I don't really care about who wins HOH because like you said, it's the house that decides. So all it means is that you put somebody up and you hope that they do or don't do well. And then you put somebody else up and you hope they do or don't do well. But it's the house that decides who's gonna do the thing. So HOH, I mean, I understand its value. I understand its point, but I don't really care about that and have yet to care about that. Okay, Floater. So who do you think is currently playing the best game so far? Who's your top ranked player? Best game? Well, it last week it was Michael. This week, ah. Uh, is it still Michael or is it somebody else? It's somebody else. And it's someone else. Name. Because, Give me name. I don't. Listen, the problem is that nobody else is good. That's what I'm saying. Like, there are no other really good. Michael is the best player. Like, okay. if you look at it statistically. But you know what? We'll go with that. Michael's Michael is the, the top ranked player. We'll go with that. Okay. And I would agree because he's won five competitions in the past yeah. five weeks. He's yeah. managed to not be evicted, especially from the first eviction when he was mm -hmm. first nominated. Yep. And then got himself off the block. However, and he won a veto as as the HOH and was able to backdoor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As far as like what the stats say, Michael's the best player, hands down. Yes, and. Mm -hmm. Best player playing competitions, social game. Nah, I don't believe that. It, I agree. That's why I said. I mean, if we're gonna go with like numerical stats, he's definitely the top ranked player. But as far as social game, it's all a part of that. Jasmine, here's the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> Nobody else comes close to him with regard to winning anything. So it it can't be a matter of being comprised of only that because if that's the case. He's the only person playing. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, Kyle has won a competition, so you could have a easily said Kyle. Yeah, and his Monty, social Monty game. Has won a, Monty, yep. has, won, and Monty Mo has won a competition. He's mm -hmm. been HOH. Exactly. Okay. So you, And Jasmine has won an HOH, so you could have said Jasmine. Are, but... If we're adding in social game, then none of the, the then no, none of those people like Kyle. Kyle's not even close to being top ranked as far as social game. Now, Michael, I will say even with social game, he's not at the bottom of the list. Mm -hmm. So if you add the fact that he has a decent social game with the fact that he's killing the physical game. Yeah. Michael's the top ranked player. Socially, everybody else is on the same accord though. You're either kind of playing it socially or you're floating. There's mm -hmm. no, there is no real in between. Well, a close second is Joseph for me because he was my top ranked last week. Yes. But that changed. That's, fair. That's definitely fair. Joseph is playing a very good social game. And I think he has been throwing some competitions when he could have actually won. I, I think that, I thought that too, but he's been with, he's never said it. And so I can't go based off anything that they don't say. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so if they say I'm going to jump, are you going to jump too? Okay, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Yes, it does. It's, got nothing it's to do with intuition. Nothing. You can read people. Mm. Anyways, who's your worst ranked player? And you can't say all. I want a name. Name, 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 name. I, I can give, give you me three. Name. Okay. Brittany, Terrence, and Indy. Those are my three <laughs> worst ranked players. Okay. All for the same reason or are they all individual reasons? The base reason is all the same. The fact that they not doing nothing. They not about that life. Mm -hmm. And 
they're not really involved without being, I don't know, kind of dragged in. Like Brittany wouldn't be a part of the leftovers if she wasn't left over, but they needed that number. Mm-hmm. You know, like you wouldn't just automatically be like, yeah, Brittany's on my team. No, even Michael picked Brittany because he knew like if it was going to be down to the two of them, she going home. Indy because she's won nothing. She's done nothing. <laughs> she barely competes. She hates the idea of her being put up on the block, even though rightfully so considering everybody spent some time get over it she just the only thing she wanted to be there to do is play the social game and float babe you're not even doing those things well you gotta go let's see Brittany Terrence because he's I just feel like Terrence is unnecessary Like these are, these three people are here. They're good for numbers. They're good for numbers as far as someone bringing an idea of what is a good play. And then them being like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So they're really good to mold and kind of to pull to one side or the other, which makes them good floaters for numbers. But Terrence, there's nothing about Terrence that makes me think he'd be a good asset to the team as anything other than a shield. Like these three people are good shields. Well, my worst ranked player that's currently in the game is one of the three that you did mention, Mm -hmm. and it's because they've been riding people's coattails and just following what's best, even though they do try to say that they're playing a good social game, but they're not, and that person (laughs) is... Brittany. Is it? Yes. Brittany because... says she's, Brittany thinks she's playing a good game. <laughs> yes. She thinks she's playing a good social game? Wow, of course. Okay. Because she is making sure she's sticking with people that she knows she can stick with, being Taylor and Michael. However, that's a, good, that's a good game strategy though. She's a clownfish. She's a clownfish. She said she wants to be the weakest player. She understands. Listen, she knows her type. She knows what it is. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And that is a-, a that. And for me, that is a a bad player in my eyes. And I that's agree. why I've now dubbed her my worst ranked player over Dad Terrence because at least Dad Terrence made a move to be He's like, you know vote. what? I'm gonna be that individual vote that's going to be for Kyle. And he did try to convince the HOH to do something different because Brittany could have done even more to be convincing Michael if they were good friends in this game and Festy Besties. They could have easily have stayed with the nominations of Monty, Terrence, and Joseph, but didn't. And so Brittany is my worst ranked player right now. All valid points. All valid points. And for that reason, she and Indy share the bottom slot for worst. (laughs) Terrence is only slightly above because like you said, this episode, I really saw like this. I finally saw him actually involved in the game because Mm -hmm. honestly, Indy has said that Taylor is bad for her game. Babe, what game? Okay. Brittany has said that people are bad for her game. Once again, baby, what game? Terrence has said that he's bringing the game. What game? None of you people have won anything. None of you people have done anything. So yeah, at this point, Terrence is my second to worst ranked and Brittany and Indy can share that slot. Even Alyssa is a little bit more involved, which says a lot because (laughs) she's not doing nothing either, okay? There's gonna be a new twist coming on Thursday, which involves the house to being split up for a week. Yes. So next week, week seven, we will see two different types of games, which- That was exciting. It will be a double elimination. I know! 
I was so excited. I knew it would happen. I feel like every time there's a reality show where there is an eviction, I'm always looking forward because they, I never know when it's coming. I never know when and I never know why. Well, people got to go. They got to get people out. And so with this twist, how do you think it will play out? I don't know because... Is there still only one HOH? It's two different games, so there has to be. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Like, if if there's two different HOHs, then it's like, okay, how does that go? All right, director. Give me what you envision with this twist because I don't need you saying, I don't know what's going to happen. I want you to paint the picture to give me your prediction of what you want this fantasy of this twist to happen. Okay. So what I want to happen is to have Taylor and Monty split. I feel like my, I feel like there's this idea that well that's one thing that's actually one thing that somebody mentioned in the last episode that like watch out for Taylor and Monty. Actually, yeah. And not because I think they're going not because I think that they're together, but because I think there's something about Monty that does this like maybe like a chivalrous thing like the way he gum it's very genteel if you will i would like to see monty have to try a little bit harder with like i feel like you could put all the leftovers together and see what happens that would be interesting but that's really all i care about splitting up monty and taylor having them do the thing it would be nice if Alyssa and kyle were forced to be together Cause one of them would have to go home, or to jury, not home. Or well, to you know jury. what I mean. You know what I mean to jury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I think what I would want is for pairings to be split. Brittany and Michael split. Alyssa and Kyle split. Monty and Taylor split. Joseph and Taylor split. Like I want people to not have their like friendly allyships or whatever. So that way. We do stand a chance of seeing tension and contention, but also we stand a chance of seeing two people who get along, Kyle and Alyssa, to go home. Do you want to know what I think? I mean, you're probably going to give me your prediction and it's going to be right. So go for it. Because I'm just going to agree with you. I'm going to be like, oh, that sounds great. Okay, floater. So (laughs) we have 11 people in the house. Mm -hmm. So when by next Thursday's episode, we will be down to 10. So it splits the house to five. Are we not on Wednesday? Wait, are we not on Sunday? This happens on Thursday. Thursday of next week when the house splits. Yeah, but what I'm but what I'm saying is is what episodes what's happening on Sunday? The HOH Wednesday? the HOH competition. It this week plays out regularly. It's oh, next snap. week. Okay. I, that's why I said week seven is when all of this is gonna happen. Which totally made it really confusing when hearing Julie and I had to like do a yeah. I had to like rehear again I was like okay wait what's happening because if they were playing it right they would have all they would have announced it to the house guest if it was happening this week and it's not it's gonna happen next week okay. because splitting it now would be six to five versus right. next week it's five five which right. means if they split the house five five then oh, there isn't an there's two nope there's two hohs for both sides okay. of the house okay. and then two people for eviction so that right. leaves two that are free agents yeah. slash could also be a potential replacement nominee. Right. As well as they're all going to be playing for the veto. Right. Since the house is split. And so with that in mind, Do you I- think there'll be a chance for two vetoes? Yeah, there's going to, no, there's going to be two vetoes. One for okay. one side of the house and one for the other. Okay. And so what's going to happen is the next week's HOH competition is going to show who will win possibly, or if they want to really flip it, they might have,
have the current HOH, whoever that may be, and the person that didn't get evicted be kind of like team captains Mm -hmm. and do like pick who you want on your team kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then those five each on their side will then have to get split. We're most likely going to see two HOHs competitions happening, but I would love to see everyone still playing. Like, oh, you have your two teams. Do a fake out. Just know these are the people that you want to make sure that whoever's on your side has to say. But then spoiler, you're playing two different games or they might just tell them up front, which most likely that's going to happen. But then whoever wins those two HOHs are safe. And then everyone plays for veto, which honestly, someone's going to get backdoored, hopefully from both sides. But most likely at least one at least one then they go through the votes and only then after both people are evicted will then everyone come back and they see what happens nice so then that really you really have to work on that social game and can't be riding that middle so then they're not going to be able to see each other interact with correct while they're it's only those five okay that is, that's why I was like, I don't know what would be different going into it. But now that they're not only playing two separate games, but they're going to be separated. I definitely want people to have to be split. Like I want Kyle and Alyssa split. I want like I want Michael, Brittany and Taylor to be split. Like I, I want to see how it how we part how we part ways. Well, let me just tell also, you. I can't wait to see who go home next. No. I can't wait to tell you who I'm manifesting, how these split ups go, but we'll talk about that on Thursday's Wednesday recap because before okay. that eviction, because I've got thoughts and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, feelings. Okay. Trust when you see Sunday's episode, you'll know why I have my thoughts and we can get into it. However, do you have any final thoughts from this week's live eviction episode? Chef's kiss. You know, ding dong, the witch is gone. I appreciate everything that was done. I just want to thank everybody for their service, doing their job, voting, doing what needed to be done. Because Daniel and his bouffant comb over, Daniel and his comb over are gone. Honestly, that's that's all I could ask for. At this point, I'm excited to see how the game goes further now that we really no longer have to acknowledge the presence of the rest of them. <laughs> all right. Well, I can't wait either. If you like this episode and any of our other episodes, Please like, share, subscribe, and rate our podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram at Reality Revelation Podcast, or on Twitter at Reality Rev Pod, or TikTok, Reality Revelations Pod. You can also follow us on our own socials. You can follow me at Jasmine Lachey on Instagram. And who is Mark Drum on all the socials? This is the end for now. Come back and tune in to our next episode of Reality Revelations, where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. Specifically, Big Brother. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>